Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your angel medium, Julie Jancis, and today we're sharing your angel stories. Why do our angels and loved ones above show us signs? Yes, they want us to know they're okay and at peace, but deeper than that, they want us to connect with them so that they can help us more from the other side. Friends, it all begins with your intuition, vibration, and experiencing oneness. Your intuition is your soul's voice. It's also how your loved ones talk to you from heaven. In this podcast, we teach you how to turn up the volume on your intuition so that you can hear their loving messages more clearly. We also teach you how to raise your vibration and feel your oneness with all that is. Friends, you are here to love, give love, receive love, be love, radiate love. And because your soul is love, all you really ever have to do is just be. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis, and today we are here with Christine. Christine, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Oh, so excited to be here. Yay, I'm excited for <laughs> you. So you have angel stories today. I'm going to have you take them away and tell your stories. Okay, sweet. So the first story is my husband and I moved into my mother-in-law's house shortly after we were married. Um, although we were extremely thankful for her hospitality, I was starting to kind of get itchy. I wanted to have my own space, buy my own home, and kind of live on our own together. So I began looking online for a house in the city that we were living in with her at the time, which is a city we grew up in, as well as attending open houses with my mom. None of the houses seemed to be the right fit. They were either too small or too expensive for what they were. Although we were looking at resale homes at the time, we also kept our options open. And so we were entertaining looking at newly built houses also in the city adjacent to the one that we had uh, grown up in. So the house prices were higher than our budget, but we thought, you know what, buying a brand new home, maybe it would eliminate some of the extra costs to kind of upgrade it or make it our own. My husband thought it was worth taking a look at. So we decided to go and see the house builders and what they were offering and ask our questions. We did some research, et cetera. So a few days after visiting the model homes, we decided to visit one of the potential houses we were looking at and see like what it would be to be there, what it would be like in the neighborhood. So we uh, checked the size of the backyard and it was super small. The neighborhood was okay, but it was kind of far for what we wanted. So we're, we were still kind of indecisive and, and didn't know what to do. That night, I decided to pray to my dad and ask him to send me a sign. So I asked him specifically, send me a blackbird, such as a crow, if a new build is not the way we should go, or send me kind of an, um, a colorful bird. I always default to cardinals with him, but <laughs> like a cardinal or a finch, something colorful to confirm that we should do this. So I finished my prayer, gave thanks in advance for the sign, went to sleep, hoping that the sign would come sooner rather than later so we didn't miss out on any potential promotions. When I woke up the next day, I got ready for work as usual, not giving much thought to my prayer from the night before. But just as I came out of the garage, um, a crow caught in front of me. So it flew right in front of me, like so close, I think it could have hit me and made its loud sound. And it kind of threw me off guard. I didn't know what to do. So I walked towards the car and I sat in the car and I thought to myself, 
oh my God, <laughs> that was the sign. Like, we can't do this. This is not the house we're supposed to buy. We obviously need to keep looking. So my father had sent me the Blackbird to confirm that purchasing the newly built home was not a good idea. I felt so relieved that I had the confirmation that I needed um, and that it was the right decision. Like we were not going to do this. But my husband, on the other hand, was a little bit more skeptical. So I didn't say anything to him and I left it as you know what, if it's meant to be, it will kind of unravel the way it's supposed to. So he wanted to go check out the house one more time. So we went, we walked around, we explored the neighborhood again, looked closer at the house and our neighbors and everything that would be in and around the area. And uh, he started to have like this deflated look on his face. And I knew he knew without me even saying a word. So as we sat in his car um, and just before we drove off, he looked at me and said, this isn't our house, is it? And I said, uh, no, I don't think so. And he asked me how I knew. And so I explained to him and told him the story. And he said, okay, he was, he was content with this because he was already feeling the sense of like, this is not what we should do. Anyway, so glad that we didn't end up buying that house because our house found us without us even trying soon after. And we knew right away that it was the house we were supposed to buy. And uh, he was actually the one that felt it first. He was the one that said, you know, this is what we should be doing. This is the house we should buy. So our loved ones on the other side are always waiting to assist us. I learned that that day. And so I keep asking my dad for help since sometimes he sends a bird, sometimes he sends something else, but he's definitely my go-to. I love that. I love that. Christine, have yeah. you guys been trying because there's baby energy just swirling around you as well? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's our focus now. Okay. Do you know if you're pregnant right now? I don't know. Okay. So he's got this little baby girl oh. in his arms. It's not just him though. On the other side, on your husband's side, who's the motherly energy over there? Uh, he has his grandmothers there, both. Okay, but who's the grandmother that you are close to too? Because there's a lot of energy over there, just like yeah. your spirit team. So as I see this vision right in my head, like I see dad in like this rocking chair holding the baby, but then first your husband's motherly figures, the grandma stepped in. Yeah. Is his mom though, is dad's mom on the other side as well? No. Yes, and dad. My husband's, my father-in-law passed also. Okay. Because, well, this is your dad's mom though. She's on no, the- No, my dad's mom is still here. She's still it's here? My dad's grand. my dad's grandmother is gone. Okay. So know that she's a part of your spirit team too, because she stands like right behind him, like watching out for the baby. Was your husband though really close to one of his grandmas because she's showing like a very strong heart bond connection. She said that he has a lot of anxiety and worry about being a dad, like whether or not he's gonna, you're shaking yes. your head yes. Yes, yes, so, yes, yes, definitely. Um, she's like, please tell him we're trying to like calm this for him. And he, cause she's like, he's, you know, he's gonna be the best dad. Of course, um, definitely. He, He's great. He just has a lot within him of like perfectionist, like wanting yes. everything to be perfect. She said there's something within his egoic mind too that says it keeps looping back around for him. Like, I don't want to mess this up or I don't want to mess them up or I don't want to do something wrong. And she's like, 
you're going to like the more that he makes peace with like you're gonna make little mistakes here and there he just has to release all of that like heaviness that he's holding on his heart chakra up and off because they said you worry about the timing like if you're gonna have troubles like bringing in the baby and they go "Mm -mm," like easy peasy like this is coming in it's going to happen and Your dad's so excited for you to be a mom. He said that you've seen yourself being a mom since you were a little girl. Yeah, I'm the oldest of four. So, and the oldest of all the cousins. Like I am the oldest, period. So I have changed diapers. I have babysat. I have done all that role. Like that has been me. So actually as an adult, I've kind of pulled away from it because I wanted to be free for a while. But now it's kind of like, okay, we're good. (laughs) Yes, yes. So I had to tell you about that because it's so coming in. So are you guys in the house now that you guys were talking about? Yes. We're talking about in the story. Okay. And do you have the dog too? No, we don't have a dog, but I have had them in the past. Okay. Yeah. Cause there's, he keeps showing me this vision of the house that you were talking about while you were telling the story and it's just full, right? Like it's just full with all of this love. So over the next couple of years, there's just so much coming in. Super. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I know that you have another story. I'm going to have you take that one away. Okay, super. Thanks. So my 32-year-old brother-in-law was diagnosed with stage three colon cancer in the fall of 2019. Um, He had not felt well for a few months prior to his diagnosis, but that Christmas he was just so sick because the tumor um, kept him in constant pain. So our family was extremely worried for him and my sister, of course. Fortunately, though, the tumor was operable and they scheduled the surgery for January 2020. Uh, So the day before the surgery, I had made arrangements with my sister to meet her and her mother-in-law at the hospital and just kind of keep them company while they waited uh, for him to get out of surgery. So my sister had agreed that she would call me when he would be taken into surgery at around 2 p.m. And then I would head over to the hospital at that point in time. The morning of the surgery, I prayed that everything would go well and that he would live a long life even after this ordeal that he had been through the last three months. At around 11.30 a.m., as I was slowly starting to get ready to meet my sister, I had a vision. So I was brushing my teeth, and all of a sudden, I could see my brother-in-law laying on an operating table, a doctor by his side, and many people in the room, which I assumed were the nurses assisting in the surgery. But the best part was that the operating room was lit very, very brightly, and there were beautiful angels dressed in like white linen clothing with white feathers standing behind each individual person in that operating room. So each angel stood tall as if they were guarding the person they stood behind. The angel behind my brother-in-law's head, though, held his arms open wide with his palms facing the ceiling and his wings were spread apart as if he was going to prepare to fly. The angel was the most angelic of them all and was much like physically bigger than the rest of them, too. Although my vision was quite vivid, like I felt like I was there, it only lasted a moment. But as soon as it was done, I felt an overwhelming sense of calm and I knew that he was going to be okay. So I thanked God for the vision and the reassurance and I moved on. So at 1.30, I called my sister to find out, hey, like what time should I meet you at the hospital? And she said, yeah, come over now because we're on our way back. So I was a little confused because he was supposed to go into surgery at two. 
she started to explain to me that the surgery was moved up because someone came ill that was supposed to go before him and he went in at 1130. Wow. So I knew right away, I was like, immediately got goosebumps, which I just did again too. And at that exact time that I had had that vision, he was in the operating room being prepped on, getting ready to start his surgery. So I said, thank you again. Um, and at that point in time, there was no doubt in my mind that he was going to make it through this surgery. He was going to be okay. And he was going to move forward and live a long and healthy life. And thankfully to this day, he just had his update the other day. It was because of COVID, everything's been delayed, but he's gotten the, you know, thumbs up that he's good. Wow. So, yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. I've got a few announcements. This month's winner of the drawing is Mackenzie Payne, who gets one free session with me. Email me a screenshot of your five-star positive review on Apple Podcasts, Google Business, or my Facebook page for your chance to win next month. Details are in the show notes. Friends, in the Angel Membership in June 2021, Archangel Raphael and I are teaching you self-energy healing 101 and chakras 101. You'll learn how to give yourself an energy healing session, techniques to keep your energy clear, and how you can heal your own energy field. To join this course live or replay at any time, sign up for the Angel Membership Program today. Also, a new class of the Angel Reiki School begins on June 1st. Join this separate program to develop your unique spiritual gifts and become an Angel Reiki Master. I'm still offering private readings. To book one, sign up for our weekly Angel email. Once a month, you'll get an email that contains a link to book your session online. One more thing, I am loving spending time with you live and answering your questions over on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Follow me on social and our newly launched YouTube channel for tons of new video content. Thanks for your support and for sharing this podcast with your people. And it's interesting too that you talk about like having that vision because sometimes spirit piggybacks different things and you're like the fourth person in the last three days who has talked about seeing something before it happens. And what I've learned is that when that happens, me just saying it on the podcast is spirit's way of communicating a message to somebody who's listening right. that if you got that visual and you're questioning, right? You're like, you're questioning, is this really a sign from the other side? Is what I saw really real? Yes, it is. And isn't that incredible? Have you ever yeah. had premonitions like that before? Yes, but not as vivid. So I'll get like, before my husband got into a car accident, his car was totaled. Although I didn't know, this was years ago before I was uh, at least understood maybe what I was experiencing. I just kept hearing black car, black car, black car, accident, black car. And he had a black car, but I never thought of it. And then when he did end up getting to the accident, thank God everybody was okay. That's when I was like, oh my gosh, I had been thinking about this black car and an accident for months. Like it was months, constant nagging. 
So whenever something nags me, I have learned now to kind of pursue it. Yeah. Like someone's name keeps coming up or a number keeps coming up. Then I just kind of listen out or pay attention to what I'm doing. And then they eventually tell me, like they eventually put it together for me. Yeah. The next story follow, like guys like glides into this so well, because it's about, it's, a, it's about another um, a whisper this time though, not a vision. Okay. Take it away. Okay. So on a mild day in March in 2019, I was on my way to an appointment to meet a naturopath. Uh, this was someone that my friend had recommended. So I made an appointment, had to wait a little bit to make the appointment, but went anyways. I decided to leave work a little bit earlier than usual because I wasn't sure where I was going and it was going to be about a half hour drive. So I wanted to leave myself some time. Um, it was going to be a busy night because I had a retirement party to go to after this appointment. So although it was March in Ontario, Canada, it was very mild. It was super sunny. It wasn't cold. There wasn't any snow on the ground. It was a spring day, essentially. I was listening to upbeat music while enjoying the calm drive to my destination when I heard a voice prophetically and clearly say to me, today is the day your car will be gone. Pay attention and drive carefully so it's not your fault. So I immediately turned down the music grabbed the steering wheel with both hands. I was a bit startled by what I heard, but I had no doubt that this was some, someone, something that wasn't me. This wasn't anything that I could have thought of, or there was no reason to think of it. Right. So as I continue my drive to the appointment, I paid attention to all my surroundings. I made sure I followed all the rules of the road. And I'd been driving for about 10 minutes when I came to a complete stop at a red light. So, you know, habitually you look at your review mirror to see who's coming behind you. And as I look up, I notice that the man behind me is not paying attention and he's not going to stop fast enough. There's just no way. So I grab the steering wheel and kind of hold it so I don't go flying into the intersection. There's nobody in front of me. And then um, I just braced and waited. So he did end up driving the SUV into my hatchback car. I knew that there was going to be extensive damage. This was my first car, so I was so worried to get out. Uh, but he was extremely apologetic. And, you know, after taking a deep breath, you know, you assess the situation and you move forward. The car was definitely a write-off, but thankfully neither of us were injured. So nothing, it, it wasn't even, when you think about, it sounds more dramatic than it was. Like both cars needed, my car was gone and his car needed to be repaired, but it wasn't as bad as it sounds. The influence on the, of the other side didn't end there that, at that point, though. So the driver was kind, and he was super apologetic, and he hands me his driver's license. When I look at his driver's license, I smiled because his name was Michael, and the town that he was from was a town that my late father had frequently visited when he was alive for business. So I knew at that point in time that the warning, the fact that this man's name was Michael, and that he came, he lives in a city that reminds me very much of my father. This was not a coincidence. I'm not sure who spoke that day. I don't know if it was a guardian angel or if it was my dad, uh, but I do know that they sent that message to protect me and to keep me safe. That's amazing. So Christine, they're saying yes. to ask you, what is it that you do for work? I'm a teacher, elementary okay. school teacher. Do you ever try and bring your messages through? Because it seems like with all of your stories, they've just come through to you, right? Like when yes. you needed it, have you ever tried to bring it through more? I guess more like your first story when you needed an answer. Yes. 
Yeah. I do, but sometimes my like my ego, my anxiety or my anxiousness to get an answer gets in the way. So that's the part I'm working on is asking and then letting it kind of come. Talk about that more. What does that feel like to you? Like when that anxiety gets in the way? It just like I feel I get annoyed with them for not sending the message now, if that makes sense. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Here's the reason that I'm asking, or like yeah. you have to go on Instagram today is um, May 24th. And I just put up this video because um, like all morning long and like the last three or four days, Archangel Raziel and Gabrielle have been with me. And it's this exact same message of, I literally just said it like an hour ago on a live. Like if you're feeling frustrated, if you're feeling like you're asking for the answers and the answers aren't coming through, it's because like Archangel Raziel says that every lesson in our life, we're always going through some sort of lesson. Sometimes our lessons overlap with one another. Every lesson is like this puzzle in front of us. And sometimes we're just supposed to like live. A period of time. And after just living and being and breathing and radiating that love, just being, we get that puzzle piece and we're able to put it into play. And that's where that hindsight comes. Like hindsight is 2020 because then you look right. at the puzzle and you're like, how did I not know this? Like, it's right. so clear to me now. They, they're really with you a lot too, encouraging you to be patient because I do see you continuing to be a teacher. Sometimes we have these like different chapters, different phases within our life. I do see you like later on using this in some other way and some healing capacity. Obviously you're a healer right now, working with children every single day. That's the hardest yeah. job ever. There might be some other little piece though that comes up that you're like, okay, even if it's 15 years down the road that you want to incorporate it, the lessons that you're learning today, you'll use then too. I always like when I teach, sometimes I almost feel like it's the best way to describe it is this out of body experience. So I'll just start talking and talking and talking. And all of a sudden I, I'll take a pause and I'm like, whoa, you know, and then it's funny because my students will resonate with it too. And they'll be like, miss, that was just, wow, where did that even come from? And I would say to them, it's not me. So I never take credit and they understand. I talk about angels in class all the time. I, I teach at a Catholic school. So we're able to kind of incorporate that much more maybe than a public school. And they love it. They, you know, they, I've taught them to ask for Angel Michael to protect them when they feel afraid or when they're anxious. And Raphael, they know is a healer. So, you know, they've incorporated it and they've, I've heard them say it back to me. So they're starting to get it too. And I, I teach a very empathetic, intuitive bunch. So it's like the best year I find for myself to kind of, grow in that sense too and, and really kind of move towards that because that's where I feel like I'm the most like myself that's amazing oh I yeah. love that yeah. well Christine all amazing things headed your way and I just continue yeah. to see like your dad just filling your house with so much love and surrounding you with so much love and man that baby energy is right on the way so get out of your own head and just see yes. it all coming through with ease yeah just a lot of ease and beautiful like grace perfect thank you so much yeah you too Christine thank you so much for being here 
beautiful souls, I'm so excited to announce that my book on angels and how they're working miracles in your life will be available on Amazon fall of 2021. If you're listening on or after fall of 2021, check it out. Friends, if you'd like to work with me each week, my angel membership program is perfect for you. You can join at any time and you get access to past courses. In 2021, I'll be teaching you about a new topic each month. We started the year in February with a course on oneness and raising your vibration. March is angel communication, how to hear your angels. April is trusting your intuition. May is knowing your soul's purpose. June is working with Archangel Raphael to learn self-energy healing techniques and Chakras 101. July is rewriting the stories you've been holding on to. August is all about rewiring your mind to move past blocks. September is energetically working through ancestral trauma. October is working with your inner child and Archangel Michael. November is a guide to being an empath. Then we're rounding out the year with a course in December that helps you connect with your loved ones on the other side to help you deepen your personal connection with them. And in January 2022, we'll be back with a whole new course on manifestation and co-creation. You get all of this live group access to me, two new pre-recorded Reiki healings, and advance notice to book a session with me when you're an angel member. Sign up for the angel membership anytime. If you're listening in 2022, please know that we're planning to add new content each month. For details and to sign up, view the show notes below. Friends, the only thing that's not included in the Angel Membership right now is the Angel Reiki School, where you learn to develop your unique spiritual gifts. Whereas the Angel Membership is about your awakening journey and your personal spiritual growth, the Angel Reiki School, on the other hand, certifies you as an Angel Reiki Master Teacher and teaches you the art of energy healing and bringing through messages for your clients. Friends, if you're feeling called to the Angel Reiki School, it's because the souls you're here to help on earth, well, they're omnipresent piece of them. You know, they're higher selves on the other side. That's what's behind you, pushing you, fueling you to become who you're meant to be. Because when you do, they know your work will shift the trajectory of their life here. That's what I mean when I say you have big, big purpose in this lifetime. A new class of the Angel Reiki School starts on the first of each month. Speaking of the Angel Reiki School, we're going to need about 800 volunteers this year. We select volunteers from people who've written a five-star positive review and emailed us a copy. That way, we have a way of contacting you for your free volunteer session. 
Many of you have asked if I'm still booking sessions, and the answer to that is yes. I love, love, love my sessions with you. We have a new system where we send out an email once a month with a link to my calendar for you to book online. It's really easy. All you have to do is sign up to be on my email list on my website, theangelmedium.com. I've been spending a ton of time going live with you on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, and I'm having a blast with it. Join me over on social and our newly launched YouTube channel for tons of new content, teaching videos, and actual video footage of these podcast episodes. Friends, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so, so much for being part of this community and listening to this show. I truly feel that this is your show and the angel's show, and I just feel so blessed to be a part of it. You're the most supportive community a podcaster could have. I pray for you every day. If you have a special prayer request, you can submit it through my website homepage and I'll be praying for you personally. Now for the oneness meditation, which is the last five minutes of every episode. And as you do this meditation, you'll raise your vibration and the vibration of the planet. Friends, what I want you to do is to just get into a relaxed position. If you are driving, operating machinery, need to concentrate, then this meditation is not for you. But anyone who is able to focus their attention on it, please join me. Friends, I want you to start by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And I want you to imagine that your socks, your shoes are off and that your bare feet are able to connect with the soil of the earth. And down through the bottom, the soles of your feet are these large roots that go down far and wide into the earth. Those roots go down far and wide, anchoring you into the earth as if you were a tree yourself. And up through those roots comes this beautiful, yummy, tingly energy. It begins to tingle at the tip of your toes. I want you to allow this yummy, tingly energy to just dance up over your feet, around your ankles. Feel this yummy, tingly energy as it moves up over your calves, your shins, all the way up to your knees. Feel this energy at your knees and allow it to move up the thighs, the hamstrings all the way up to the sides of the hips. I want you to allow this energy to move from the hips up to the base of your spine, the base of your stomach. And I want you to feel this energy as it climbs up the spine and the stomach all the way up 
until it reaches your heart. As you feel this yummy, tingly, sparkly energy surrounding the outside of your heart, filling the inside of your heart, notice how your entire body comes into a gentle state of ease. Allow this energy to move up into the shoulders, into the neck. Feel it as it fills your entire head front to back side to side, top to bottom. And then feel this energy as it moves through the hair follicles on the top of your head so that you feel this yummy tingliness two inches to ten feet or higher above the top of your head. Friends, you might feel like there's a string above your head lifting you up towards the sky. You might feel an airy floatiness. You might feel an expansive spaciousness. What I want you to do from here is imagine that there is this large opening at the crown of your head. It's the size of a cereal bowl, right? And I want you to imagine that it extends upwards towards heaven and that God sends this loving, peace-filled oneness energy. It's love, it's joy, it's peace, it's bliss, it's ease, it's grace. And God just sends this energy through the crown of your head. It moves through your head, down through your neck, down through your shoulders, and it starts to this God energy starts to pool around your heart, within your heart. And I just want you to feel that for a moment. And I want you to just tap in and notice. I want you to notice that your heart, your physical heart, is one with your body. that your heart and your body are one with the air surrounding you. And I want you to notice that your heart, your body, the air surrounding you are one with all life here on earth. All plants, all people, all animals.
Surrounding you are angels. You have guardian angels around you. You have cherub angels holding the space open for you to get into oneness at any time. You have archangels working with you in every area of your life. You have loved ones on the other side. See them. See them in detail, friends, because you seeing them in detail is the exact same thing as you going to them on the other side, knocking on their door, asking them to spend time with you. They love you so incredibly much. They want to spend time with you. They want to develop that relationship with you. When they're there, you're here. I know it's different, but you can still have that beautiful, incredible relationship. All of these beings, your angels, your guides, your loved ones on the other side, they form your spirit team who's always working to guide you, direct you, protect you. Friends, what I want you to do is just take some time with them right here, right now. What they want you to know is that they are working with you all the time. What they want you to know is that they are sending you signs and symbols to show you that they're next to you. Friends, they ask you to see that they are bringing in gift after gift after gift through your heart chakra to bless your life with miracles. Friends, it's your job to remain open, to believe, and to trust that they are working miracles in your life. Friends, I love you. They love you so incredibly much. Stay open and know, believe, trust, have faith, know like you know like you know that they are working with you always. See you here next time. Have a blessed day.